0: Hello, my name is Kevin, and I am joined by my wife and co-host, Mary.
1: Hello out there. Welcome to The Growth-Minded Marriage.
0: After a partnership of 15 years, three kids, and the actualization of our dream life, we know that our continued growth together is the only way to maintain our happiness. This podcast was born from that realization.
1: The Growth Mindset is a powerful tool accessible to everyone. So however you found us, you are welcome here. We are committed to being authentic while we share our transitions, challenges, and defining moments, and we hope to connect with others who find themselves on a similar path. So if you're ready, let's grow! Hey everyone, it's Mary.
0: And I'm Kevin. Welcome to our Saturday night, going crazy on the podcast.
1: (laughs) We're struggling to get the intro and to feel comfortable, so hang in there with us because it's bound to get better.
0: Can only get better. And
1: they've not heard the 27 takes that we've already done.
0: Let's hope we don't put those on a track for everyone. (laughs)
1: It's just really awkward to get started. So mm-hmm. let's yeah, just jump into like it.
0: like a natural conversation to start.
1: No, it's just weird. But we love doing it so far. We love having all these conversations and we love putting it out there. So we're just going to power through the uncomfortable part and get to the good part, hopefully.
0: Oh, there's going to be a good part? As we see it. Ooh, fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, if anyone listened to the very last bit of last episode on my career... I left a secret message. Kevin doesn't actually listen to the episode, so he might not know this, but we changed the topic from parenting, which we were feeling excited about talking about. But then we realized we probably glazed over this powerhouse secret to our happiness, and probably we should mention it and dive into it.
0: Mary, I literally have pages of notes prepared about parenting. (laughs) Do you? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Just going to throw them away. What are we (laughs) going to talk about instead?
1: I learned recently that I have a growth mindset. And Kevin learned recently that he has a growth mindset. This was probably this summer, like summer of 2020. And we, looking back after we received that information, we're like, oh, that's why all of the decisions that we have made have kind of fallen into place. That's why our life has taken us in this certain direction. And it became what we now call our secret to happiness. And we Mm -hmm. just found out about it.
0: I mean, I feel like I've been embracing it for a long time. Just I just we just learned about the term.
1: Yeah. So we should have been in the psychological study that discovered this mindset because we have it. We just didn't know we have it. Mm hmm. Okay, so let's, we want to start with defining the growth mindset.
0: Yes, can you tell us what the growth mindset is?
1: (laughs) This was one of the things that stumped us because I've read so much about it, and then you go to actually intelligibly offer what the definition of the growth mindset is, and I had to pause and ask Google. Okay, so the growth mindset was a term coined by Dr. Carol Dweck, and she wrote a book in 2006 called Mindset, which really described what the growth mindset is. Um, I'm also reading it right now. I have it on audiobook, and I've basically stopped and started it probably four times. It's, it's a really good book, but it just has a lot of research in it. And I kind of have to pepper that in throughout my day. I can't just long haul that 60-hour audiobook. So Carol Dweck describes the growth Mindset in this book as the belief that you can change your intelligence and therefore what is possible for you to achieve by focusing on hard work, learning, and training. She also offers clarity by describing the opposite, which is the fixed mindset, which is believing that all intelligence is innate to someone and that you can't actually grow and expand intelligence level and therefore what you're capable of achieving because it's just all genetically innate to who you are. Predetermined. Predetermined. Thank you. So when we decided we wanted to do this podcast, we came upon the name Growth-Minded Marriage. It was a second runner-up to Uncommon Growth, which was my first.
0: I told Mary to Google image search that first.
1: (laughs) It sounded like it encompassed everything until I thought about it. So mm-hmm. then we landed on growth-minded marriage, and I told my intelligent, wonderful sister about our podcast and his name. And she said, oh, like the growth mindset from Carol Dweck. I'm like, who? What? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah. can't it, like, It's not plagiarism if we didn't know. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyways, that's what started uh, – the deep dive research into the growth mindset and um you know because we just found out about it i'm still learning a lot about it and what is true is that it's been part of our life and that we've been developing the ability to have a growth mindset for our entire life and so that's kind of what i want to dive into in this episode okay so hopefully you agree with that since you're just finding out about this kevin
0: yeah um uh so not talking about kids no okay got it okay i'm on board now
1: (laughs) okay so i am curious how you think you developed a growth mindset but you never knew that's what you were doing
0: so honestly i feel like i've always had a growth mindset like from my earliest memories
1: how do you know that
0: i think the really earliest example that i can think of is growing up I was a kid who was a pale, skinny, redheaded boy who had a speech impediment. So I was a a really easy target to get bullied and picked on. And I think that through that, it created an opportunity for me to really internally explore myself and like sort of take inventory um, in kind of a weird way that I don't think many other people would have, especially as a little kid you know, when I was getting picked on and everything else, I kind of really looked inward and really kind of took inventory of what I liked about myself and what I didn't like about myself and who I wanted to be and like really took that as an opportunity for growth.
1: But like you were sick. So, or how old were you?
0: I mean, I was young for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: So how do you, did you sit at home in your bed thinking, I want to like find an opportunity for growth? Or you were just, what were you actually thinking?
0: I mean, again, it's going to be hard for me to remember vividly, but so much of my childhood that I can remember was like planning to leave the city that I grew up in. Like the first stage of my growth journey was just preparing myself to leave the town in which I grew up in and never come back and really kind of building up the life that I wanted to have in my head from the moment in which I left.
1: Hmm, That's interesting. I'm sure there's something there that you saw the town you lived in as the problem and not yourself as the problem. And so you never took Mm -hmm. yourself down mentally because you thought, well, this is happening to me because I live in a really bad environment. Yeah. So if you were being bullied and In a negative environment, how do you think you stayed above water?
0: Yeah, I just always kind of knew that it was temporary. Like this was just a small chapter of my life.
1: Because you always thought, oh, I'm going to move out.
0: Yeah. And that was honestly, you know, my, I guess my core, like reason why, Mm -hmm. like I just need to get through this chapter and then I'm going to start.
1: Had you seen anyone move out of your town and like be really successful? It's just a very interesting thought. I don't ever remember having a thought about moving away or moving out of a town that I was living when I was young to escape no, something.
0: actually, no. I don't know anyone who left Rockford before I did.
1: Huh. That was just what you pinned all your hopes and dreams yeah, on.
0: Yeah, I think that's what just... Well, lucky you, I suppose. The thing that just... Yeah, just what I needed to get through that. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I decided to go to college, like I purposefully picked the one that was furthest away that the fewest amount of my classmates of the few that were going to college were most likely going to attend too. Mm -hmm. So then when I went to college, I think just everything changed. Like that's like really when I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to be exactly who I'm going to be. I'm going to, you know, be open to anything, just totally embrace whatever comes next
1: because you that was the person that you thought you were going to be when you left Rockford like that was your big vision for yourself is just someone who's really open to new possibilities
0: I don't know about that it just everything was so closed off in my childhood that it seemed like once I got to college I just I didn't know anything beyond that Mm -hmm. and then once I got to college I'm like okay I've got to do something or I'm going to you know I'm going to make the most of this opportunity Mm mm-hmm So I definitely will not have to go back. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So as I progressed through college, I ended up joining like a leadership group that just ended up just really expanding my viewpoint even more. I had the great benefit of being mentored by someone who just totally exploded my mind. Mm
1: -hmm. So surrounding Uh, yourself with people who pushed you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I just learned I learned more than anything how gray most things are. Very few things in this world are black and white. And I learned to really appreciate and embrace that gray and to just be super flexible in my thinking and being willing to see other viewpoints and expand and be an advocate for things that I never knew anything about. Mm -hmm. And just, I was up to explore and do a deep dive into absolutely anything. And I wasn't afraid to say, I don't know. I was eager to learn anything that was available and was lucky to find a lot of passionate people who wanted to share that with me. And I was just, what do you call it, Baby bird.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is interesting because um, having success in the growth mindset is so much about surrounding yourself with people who are better than you and can do more than you and who are, you know, sort of rubbing off on you. So it's interesting that your life took you there. And that's, it sounds like what propelled you during this really, you know, time in your life when you were really open to it.
0: Mm -hmm. And I think the other big thing is like, I love to be challenged. And I think as a kid, I was really challenging because a lot of people, just weren't able to push me or challenge me at my level. And it wasn't until college that I was really pushed in a way that I'd never been pushed before. And instead of running from it, I just totally embraced it.
1: Mm-hmm. Kevin's caught you up basically here through his college years. And going into our senior year of college was the year Kevin and I met. We met because the group that was really pushing him to expand his viewpoints was called Team Lead. And he was nominated through Team Lead to go to a leadership conference called Leader Shape. And a number of states over in Ohio, I had been nominated to go to LeaderShape through my sorority. I went there. I'm not sure if I was recommended to apply or how it happened, but... Basically, I applied and got a full scholarship. Did you get a full scholarship? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I actually remember the assistant director of, I don't know, student affairs or something called me into her office and she's like, you're going to go to this. (laughs) I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. So Kevin and I both signed up and we happened to sign up for the same retreat week. It was a week-long sleepaway leadership camp and it was as glorious as it sounds I also was someone who went to band camp, so I was full in it and totally loved every moment of it. Um, That is where our paths finally crossed. And I had been building also a base of, it sounds like in your experience as well, a negative sort of propulsion to um, be ready for a change. And I remember walking into the leader shape conference and just being like, this is going to be different. I'm going to open myself up. I'm not going to stay closed off. I'm going to meet somebody. I'm going to, you know, I just had all these sort of manifestations of how this conference was going to go. And.
0: Ooh, what happened?
1: (laughs) Kevin and I ended up being in the same small group. I had missed my flight to get to the conference and so I arrived like a half day late and I walked into the small group Kevin was sitting a few seats away from me and I will never forget we had to do a little intro of everyone you know of yourself to everyone and you had to get up and draw some pictures on like a whiteboard
0: like a pictogram thing
1: yeah which was this was all very uncomfortable you know I was very by much... By design. Yes, by design. I was very much someone who, you know, wanted to fit in. And Kevin was very much someone who wanted to fit absolutely out. stand at that out. Point,
0: yeah, at that yeah. point, I was owning exactly who I was.
1: Yeah, so as Kevin had described when he was little, he was thin, red hair. And that's how he was when he was 20, except for he had long red hair. And unkempt.
0: <laughs> like unkempt. a lion's mane.
1: Yes, so... He just looked um, interesting. And he stood up there and his opening line was, despite my appearance, I cannot fix your PC. And I just thought that was so funny. I mean, it's not even funny. No. It's that's, not been funny for yeah. years.
0: I think when you say it, it's not funny. <laughs> When I said it, guys, it was hilarious.
1: Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard. And like instantly I felt my mood shift towards the experience. And I was like, okay, like people aren't as you expect them to be. And so anyways, that's how we met. And it was through that conference that Kevin basically unlocked in me the power of the growth mindset. I don't know. Do we want to, how do we want to go from here to describe? I have a... I have a much different understanding of what the growth mindset is. You didn't ever actually say what your personal definition of the growth mindset is. Why don't you say that?
0: Um, I guess for me, like the growth mindset is just ever searching and being open to different possibilities and to learn and grow. And for me, like I hope that I never become an expert at anything. It's just that continual search and I'm totally open for things changing I, I think the biggest thing is just to always be flexible and embrace the gray and to continue to be open to new ideas and, you know, yeah. never, never stop learning.
1: Yeah. Kevin wants to be challenged. He doesn't want to hold any belief um, blindly for any length of time. He wants to always hear other viewpoints and either to be reminded why he believes what he believes or to, you know, slightly adapt what he believes. Absolutely. So, my growth mindset journey started also when I was young. Now looking back, I can see that I had um, a traumatic experience happen when I was young. and that created a sense of shame in me if we're getting deep. And we
0: are we are now. <laughs>
1: we are now. And, my coping mechanism basically was to achieve every other good thing or thing that was asked of me in order to pile on as many external achievements and external gratification that would then potentially cover up the shame that I felt and continue to feel, you know, through my adulthood. And so. I basically had years and years and years of building the groundwork of self-confidence, truly, to tell myself that I can achieve this. Oh, look, now I did that. Oh, someone asked me to do that, and I can do that too, because I was basically hiding the biggest, scariest secret from myself and hopefully from everyone else by all of these good things that I was doing. So basically, when I met Kevin when I was 21 at this leadership conference, He was the first person in my life to tell me that I had the power to do anything, that I had the power to change my life, that if I wasn't happy with something, that, you know, I could change it and control it, which I suppose I had heard at other points from my parents, but it was just said to me from an outside person and said at a time in my life when I was just ready to hear it in a new way. And that spurred in me basically the key that unlocked the growth mindset and all of the power that it's had in my life since then.
0: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> so when Kevin first said that to me, the part of my life that I was really working on at that point was my unhappiness playing basketball.
0: And I, I remember like I just I couldn't possibly fathom why you were even doing it.
1: Yeah, while I was still playing basketball. Yeah. I was playing basketball in college, Um, you know, like low-level Division three. I was just miserable. I just should have stopped playing basketball probably after high school, but I just pushed forward because that's what was expected of me, and that's what I had always done. And I just truly, truly never thought that I had the choice to change it. I just... Mm-hmm. Blindly assumed that I was supposed to be playing basketball. And,
0: yeah, that still you know, shocks me a little layers bit. Layers
1: and layers and layers of things on why that was. But basically, Kevin and I became close at the conference um, and we were going on this journey as well with all the material with the conference. And my mind was being blown like around every corner of every day. And so. I was telling Kevin about how I'm still playing basketball and I'm just absolutely miserable. And he was like, maybe you should quit. And I was like, I literally never thought of that.
0: Right. (laughs) I was like, do you want to play in the WNBA? And you're like, no. (laughs) Did you want to play after college? No. Are you happy playing it now? No. "Uh, What would you rather be doing instead? Yeah. And then like within like moments, you came up with all these like really fun, Mm -hmm. creative like engaging things that you'd rather do. And it's just like, well, maybe you should be doing those instead.
1: Yes. But it just took, it was so shocking to me to think this, which sounds really um, juvenile, but I just was a child that ha- was carrying a lot of trauma and shame. And so I allowed myself to think some things and I didn't allow myself to think others.
0: You're also a pleaser too. Like, yeah. So that was what you were supposed yes, at that to point, do. Yes. So,
1: yeah. When I look back on my relationship with the growth mindset, that was the absolute turning point was meeting Kevin and him telling me that about basketball and that I could change. And then from that point, it was the fact that I had a lot of self-confidence about all of these things that I had achieved before. And so now I was seeing them like, oh, I could, if I want something different, I can go out there and make it happen for myself. And, you know, I can get the things that I want.
0: So how would you say you would define your growth mindset?
1: So now, what, 15 years later, and... 15
0: wonderful years later.
1: Yes. And and just finding out about the growth mindset as an actual psychological theory, like four months ago. Let's call it
0: Kevin's gift.
1: (laughs) I would say that what resonates with me most right now is growth mindset being really the, um, easy way to understand neuroplasticity. What? <laughs> Which you can tell that I've been diving into this, uh, because neuroplasticity just makes a whole lot of sense to me. And, um, it's like this new research that basically can says- Can I ask
0: you a question? Yes. Is that what's in, is that what's not supposed to be in our kids' water bottles? <laughs> no.
1: No. <laughs> But neuroplasticity is basically this new newer concept that the brain can develop new neural pathways after the age of, you know, 25 or something they used to think that your brain did not develop after that age and now research has shown that the brain continues to develop every day for the rest of our lives and that you can create new neural pathways which is the growth mindset that you can learn new things, you can change outcomes.
0: I'm going to need you to cite that (laughs) in the show notes. I want some credible evidence Uh of this.
1: uh But it's just the idea that your brain is plastic and that it can create new neural pathways.
0: That sounds cool. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Yeah,
1: which is just the scientific evidence behind what we're talking about. Yeah. And I love that because also layered on that is the fact that your subconscious really is what's controlling your external world, which is kind of a deeper topic. But basically, those two things, your subconscious mind and neuroplasticity, get me real excited these days and are what tells me that the growth mindset is the way I'm going to be living the rest of my life.
0: So by listening to both of our interpretations, whom do you think has a science background?
1: (laughs) I wanted to... Shed a little light on the fact that May of 2020 was such a pivotal point in our relationship and also with me personally, because as I mentioned, I was a kid that experienced trauma and was carrying a lot of shame residue from that trauma. And basically, from seven years old, I'm now 36. So, from seven to 36, I basically had layers and layers and decades of shame that was covering up my most authentic self. And I finally got the last bits of those shame to resolve and to go away in May of this year, which was something that was spurred on by the pandemic and how unhappy I became. And I just was like, I'm not living this way anymore. And I finally just went back to therapy and kind of finished it off. And so with those last bits of shame, all that remains now is Kevin and I's loving relationship, our wonderful life and family, and the power of the growth mindset.
0: And the excitement of the future.
1: Yes. And so that's really why this podcast was born around that time, because I just knew that I was looking for other people who were on a similar journey, and I just couldn't find it. And so we just decided to create it for ourselves. So- Here we are. Here we are. And the growth mindset is our companion. And, you know, it's hard to talk about- Our compass. Our compass, yes. And it's hard to talk about something that is just innate to both of us. But we've done our best here. And I think it will become more and more revealed with each episode. um, As you see how we approach the new ideas in our life and the things we're exploring and the way we interact with people. We're glad that you're here with us Um, listening along and hopefully we have shed some light hopefully you can do your own googling search as well i will put some links in the show notes about some of the resources that i've used and found to learn more about the growth mindset and neuroplasticity certainly i plan to have some more expert conversations on the podcast about those subjects
0: yeah i mean i feel like i talked to an expert i mean how many syllables is that word (laughs) it's like eight
1: I also wanted to give a shout out to our five star review from Kathy at smartliving365.com. Kathy actually is a friend that I've met more recently on this journey, and she's really been a guide and a mentor for me. And I was just so touched to see that she left such a kind review for us. It really means a lot when we see those, it makes us feel like we're not just talking to the deep, dark void. So if anyone else feels called, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review. We'd love to give you a shout out on a future episode.
0: Absolutely. Thank you all so much for listening and for connecting with us. We really appreciate it.